0: Let's open our Bibles this afternoon to Revelation, the book of Revelations, and we'll begin with chapter 12. first part of this chapter shows in a very brief picture um, how Satan tries to prevent the male child who was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron from coming into this world. But the woman, the Old Testament church, bore, bore the child, bore Jesus, and he was caught up to God and his throne, reference to the ascension, the ascension takes place, we remember the ascension uh, this Thursday, this coming Thursday, and this follows that picture, starting at verse 7, and war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, that's Satan, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell therein. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. And then we turn to chapter 20. But after these things, he must be released for a little while. And I saw thrones, and they sat, they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshiped the beast or his image, and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years, but the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection over such the second death has no power but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Now when the thousand years have expired Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth Gog and Magog to gather them together to battle whose number is as the sand of the sea they went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the Saints and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them the devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are they will be tormented day and night forever and ever Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them was cast into the lake of fire. Now, the, the text for the sermon this morning is the first three verses of twenty chapter 20, and we'll read those again. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years were finished. But after these things, he must be released for a little while." So far the, the text. Beloved congregation of the Lord Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, and also boys and girls, too. I came a while Quite a while ago i came across an internet site which connects you to a webcam and that webcam is pointed at the east gate of jerusalem which you, allows you to see that gate live at any time you want you can wake up in the middle of the night and see the east gate of jerusalem and what's happening there and the idea then is that maybe when you're looking according to this website maybe when you're looking The Lord Jesus is going to come back and enter through that east gate of Jerusalem and begin his millennial reign on earth. And there's even a remark that if you see the Jews on the live feed, if you see the Jews running out of the east gate, running away, that could be because they see the Lord Jesus coming toward the gate. The people who operate that website are obviously pre-millennialists, as we call them by interpreting Revelation in 20 in a very literal way and linking various Old Testament prophecies they believe that Jesus is going to come back to this earth twice the last time of course to judge the living and the dead but before that time there will be another return of the Lord Jesus and these people believe that the Lord Jesus will come back to establish a literal thousand-year reign here on earth in Jerusalem. And when he comes according to them, he'll bind Satan and he'll enter the east gate of Jerusalem and become king and reign there a thousand years. And then the temple will be rebuilt on the Temple Mount. And the Jews will be converted, all be converted to him. And at the end of that time, all the nations of the earth will, will come against Israel, the literal nation of Israel and the city, but they will be destroyed by King Jesus with fire coming out of heaven. So that's the millennium as they see it then, as they interpret it. A thousand, a literal thousand-year reign of Jesus Christ in the actual city of Jerusalem, in literal Israel. And they have many different ideas about how things will actually unfold all depends which prophecies they gather together but one thing they all agree on is that the millennium the thousand-year reign of Christ is going to come in the future Satan's binding has to take place in the future yet and Jesus Christ then is not king at this moment does not reign here on earth at this moment. Just had a debate with a neighbor who believes in the millennium. said, no, Satan is the ruler of this world. And Jesus is not. But is that true? Revelation is not just a book about the future. It talks about what's happening in the world after Jesus' ascension into heaven. For John and the first readers of, of Revelation, it was mainly future. But for us, much of what it says in Revelation, we can say that is taking place right now. And the point is that in Revelation, God showed John and us what is taking place on earth between Christ's ascension into heaven, which we remember this Thursday, his ascension into heaven, and his return in glory to judge the living and the dead. That time period, and John is not given a chronological outline of exactly how things will happen during that time for interest's sake. He knows that it's a specific time period, a thousand years, not literal but symbolic, but a specific time period. But Jesus shows John things that uh, are going to take place in symbolic terms To assure the church of then and today too. That the Lord Jesus Christ is truly victorious king right now. Rules and in control of everything that's happening on earth at this time. If you look at the last part of Revelation 19. It says there that John saw a rider on a white horse. And that's Jesus after his ascension. Jesus in victory. The armies of heaven follow him, and out of his mouth comes a sharp sword, the Word of God, as we know from the rest of the Bible. Well, that's what's happened after Jesus' ascension, and is still happening. The Word goes out over the world. And that Word actually judges people. It brings salvation to those who believe it, and condemnation to those who reject it. And that's happening now, all over the world that's why we support mission well so also with what John saw in Revelation 20 with that binding up Satan for a thousand years the Lord Jesus Christ has his word brought out over the world and to let that take place he binds Satan for a symbolic thousand years in other words until the time is full and the word has reached all nations After all, that was Jesus' command to his disciples just before he ascended into heaven, Matthew 28. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And before that, Jesus had told his disciples in Matthew 24. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Well, that's what's taking place during these thousand years that Satan is bound in our text. In. And that time is the time after Jesus' ascension into heaven until his return in glory. So I preach to you the word of God in the text with this theme. In that context, we preach to you the word with this theme. Satan was bound by the ascended Lord Jesus Christ. And we pay attention to his arrest, first. Secondly, his imprisonment. And thirdly, his brief release Satan's arrest first of all so the the text is about the, the greatest criminal of all time the devil or Satan the Lord Jesus mentions him often in Revelation for instance Revelation 12 from that passage that we read there and from the rest of Holy Scripture for instance the book of Job we're given to understand that at one time Satan regularly came into heaven before God's throne. And his purpose there was to accuse God's people. Look, look what they're doing. He could do that personally. That villain first brought people, God's people to sin, and then he went and accused them before God. His name literally means, the, the word Satan literally means in Hebrew, accuser. And he has always his bad intentions, and he wants to destroy. And sadly, his accusations Are actually correct sin can't stand before God also not the sins of his people however after Christ's death the devil doesn't have the last word anymore when it comes to the sins of God's people because he has no right to accuse them before God's throne anymore they're in Christ and so when Christ ascended into heaven there was no room for Satan there anymore and he was cast out of heaven down to the earth and heaven celebrates then but woe to the earth it says in Revelation 12 woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that his time is short and you wonder then though does Satan have free reign here on earth now after Christ's ascension is it going to become a hell here on earth Well. The answer to that question is found in our text. Because Jesus Christ, the ascended Lord, has not only tossed Satan out of heaven, he also has him bound. Bound so he can't do whatever he wants here on earth. That's what John was shown in this vision of our text. He saw this angel coming down from heaven, sent by the Lord Jesus. Coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and holding in his hand a great chain, like a a policeman going to apprehend a dangerous criminal. He has the keys to the jail with him and a chain to hold the criminal. So with this mighty angel, he apprehended the great criminal Satan on behalf of the risen and ascended King Jesus Christ. And what a relief, right? Because this criminal, as we mentioned, is the worst of the worst. He's that old snake who deceived man in the beginning in paradise. Behind all, he's behind all the misery on earth and the struggles here. And yes, he's very powerful. That's why he's also portrayed as a great dragon. He he deceives and he destroys. He's against God, against righteousness, against everything that is good. Well, that dangerous monster is apprehended by that angel from heaven and bound with a chain, bound for a thousand years, as it says in the text, in the pit. Now, that thousand years, as we already mentioned, is symbolic. Like all the other numbers and years in John's vision, I have no idea why premillennialists suddenly want to interpret this literally in the bible the number 10 is the number of completeness 10 times 10 is then a time which god has set from beginning to end and in which he brings about what he has planned to do to complete he decides then too what happens all during that time the lord does he doesn't give satan freedom to do what he wants here on earth God reigns and has given Jesus Christ all power and authority in heaven and on earth. And that's the comfort here on earth. Now that Satan has been hurled down to the earth, Jesus reigns in heaven and also over the earth. Also over the earth. Now it can sometimes look like chaos here on earth, right? Think of how now with the, with the pandemic, And all the fallout from that. And as believers, we sometimes experience life here as God forsaken too, right? Sometimes it seems as if evil reigns over life here. When we suffer pain or deep sorrow or when things go wrong and we're helpless to do anything about it. Think about how the Western world seems to be turning ever more against Christian norms and values. Where is God then? Where is our Lord is he King it can seem like Satan has free reign and he's able to do what he wants here Well the message of our text is That we can be assured that Jesus Christ has all the power. It's not out of his hands This world will never become a hell He has Satan in his chains As long as we look to Him who who was forsaken, who descended into hell for us, who ascended into the throne room of the universe, we do not have to fear. Jesus Christ has all the authority and power in heaven and on earth. He ascended in victory and sits at the right hand of God. And He will not leave His people over to Satan He's always with them. Always with us. Even if it seems as everything is against us. If everything is chaotic. As if the world is going crazy. He who descended into hell for us. Is also he who ascended above all the heavens. And who holds on to us. And he will. Because his angel has arrested Satan. And not only arrested him. Also imprisoned him. And that brings us to the next point. Satan imprisoned brothers and sisters boys and girls a dangerous criminal that's been apprehended arrested belongs in in jail right behind bars well that's what the angel does with Satan it says verse 3 he threw Satan into the bottomless pit and shut it and sealed it sealed it over him the bottomless pit represents a dark a deep dungeon in which wicked criminals were held until they were hauled before the judge and received the final sentence we call it remand detention nowadays we know about that pit also from Luke 8 where Luke tells us about the demon possessed man in the region of the Gerasenes many demons had taken over that that man that's why he was called legion legions of demons Jesus came and cast that legion of demons out of that man But then those demons begged Jesus not to throw them into the bottomless pit but to let them go into a herd of pigs nearby. And Jesus allowed them but it didn't help anyway. It didn't help them. The whole herd of pigs ran headlong into the lake and were drowned. And we learn from that story though how dead scared the demons are of ending up in the bottomless pit. It's a dark and horrible prison designed especially for Satan and his demons in 2 Peter 2 verse 4 the Apostle Peter speaks about the fallen angels being literally cast into the Greek word there is Tartarus gloomy dungeon in the Greek world where evil spirits were cast out and held for judgment while well, the angel in our text threw Satan into that terrible place to await judgment and sentencing from the Lord the final judgment and sentencing well now when you hear that you might think okay then the devil can't cause us any trouble anymore but that's not true either his final judgment has not come yet and in the meantime he's still quite dangerous even in his prison think of hardened mafia type criminals who can still organize things from out of prison have their people to to commit crimes outside. So it's not for nothing that the same Apostle Peter we quoted before as saying that God has locked the fallen angels in those gloomy dungeons also warns in his letter, be sober, be vigilant because your enemy the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking someone whom he may devour. And that means Satan is locked up, but still pretty dangerous How do we reconcile that well if you read the text carefully you notice that Satan is locked in that pit for a specific reason it's locked and sealed over him as it says in verse 3 so that he will not deceive the nations no more He, he will deceive the nations no more till the thousand years are finished that specific reason in the Old Testament Satan was able at certain times to deceive whole nations whole nations. Think of the Tower of Babel when God had to confuse the language of the people on earth. Otherwise, they'd, they'd all stay in one place and form a single anti-godly nation. One language, one nation. Only Abram was left at that time. And think of how, how Satan set whole nations against God's covenant people, Israel, to prevent the Savior from coming into the world. Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon and so on and, and Egypt. But now God's Son has come into the world as Savior. And when he ascended into heaven, Satan was cast out of heaven and here on the earth for good. But he wasn't cast on the earth so he could wreak whatever havoc he wanted against God's people. No. Remember that command Jesus gave to his disciples before he ascended into heaven. Proclaim the gospel to all nations. And when that would be accomplished, then it would be time for him to return, the Lord Jesus to return in glory. Well, you can imagine that as God's word goes out over the earth, Satan will do all he can to prevent the word from reaching the nations yet. He can't anymore. But if he could, he'd make sure that no mission work could take place ever. No, No mission work at all. No evangelism, no radio broadcasts here or in Africa or in the Middle East. No Bible distribution or teaching in places like China and so on. He'd love to choke the church to death. That's his big desire, but he can't because his hands are chained. He's been bound and he's in the abyss, in the the bottomless pit for the time between Christ's ascension into heaven and his return in glory. And that's what the thousand years are about. It's the time between Christ's ascension into heaven and his return. The time in which the word goes out to all nations Satan can try and prevent that but he can't his power is limited by the Lord Jesus Christ see congregation that's why we can still hear the gospel of salvation today and and even pass it on maybe we can't hear it in person as we'd like to at this time there there are restrictions on physical worship but The word is not fettered. The word isn't restricted. The word can still go out because Satan is restricted by the ascended Lord Jesus. Of course, let's not underestimate the influence Satan can still have on life. He can't stop the word from going out, but he he still does his utmost to prevent the word from growing and bearing fruit in our lives. He's bound restricted in what he can do he's like a a vicious dog on a chain can only go so far but once you you enter the area in which he can still reach you then he can do a lot of harm he can still do a lot of harm then if we allow ourselves to wander into the reach of the devil by skipping the online services or by not bothering with family Bible reading or personal Bible study because we're caught up with too many other things on Netflix, or because we're too involved with the things of this life, then Satan will certainly put his claws into us. We need to hear those words again of 1 Peter 5 verse 8 we mentioned before. Be sober, be vigilant, because your enemy the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking someone whom he may devour This lion is a chain, but don't go into his cage. We've paid attention to Satan's arrest and imprisonment. Our text speaks in the third place about Satan's release. Satan's imprisonment, which began then at Christ's ascension into heaven, That will end congregation just before his return. It says in our text at the end of the thousand years, he will be released for a short time. In fact, it even says he must be released for a short time. Must. Why the must? Well, in the Bible, the word must always points to God's purpose. It's the Lord's plan to set Satan free to release him for a brief time. Revelation 20, verse 7 mentions that setting free, that releasing of Satan from his prison, too. It says that when he is released, he'll go out and deceive the nations and mobilize them against God's people, against the church. Why does the Lord let him go like that? Release him. When the time is full, the thousand years, the, the symbolic thousand years are ended. The word will have reached all nations on earth. And then that criminal Satan is released for a short time to vent his fury against the the saints, the believers, who have come under the word. And the thing to understand here is that it's completely according to our Lord's plan and purpose. He's going to show himself completely just in doing that. And That means that when Jesus Christ comes with his judgment at the end of that short time, then everyone will acknowledge his judgments are completely just. When Satan is released for a short time, he'll show himself to be so evil that heaven and earth will all agree. It's time that the Lord cast Satan and his whole dominion into the lake of fire forever. And he'll gather all his own together and then the Lord will destroy them all together. Judge them and destroy them. Congregation, the text this morning shows us in just a few words the Lord's plan and purpose for the whole of the time between his ascension into heaven and his return in glory to judge the living and the dead. That plan is unfolding as we speak here. During this time in which we live today too. The truth of the gospel of his salvation is going out over the whole earth to all nations. You support mission here too. Far away, close by. That takes place for a set time symbolized by the thousand years and when the gospel of Jesus Christ has reached all nations and his elect from all nations and peoples have been reached and brought and gathered into his church. Then Satan will be released for a brief time to deceive the nations all those who are for him will go to him it won't be an easy time for the church of Christ but also during that time Jesus remains seated at the right hand of God in power with all authority and power in heaven and on earth and he will make sure that his church will not disappear it'll be a difficult time but as the Lord Jesus himself said he will shorten that time for the sake of the elect when will that be? we don't know could be that Satan has already now been released from his prison and is busy with that deception of the nations gathering them together now you see how western nations are becoming more and more de-christianized and anti-christian But we don't know the when, so let's, rather than dwell on when, what we don't know, this is a call for us to concentrate on what we do know. And that's that our Lord Jesus Christ is King. And that He is in complete control of how things are going to unfold over time to the end. And then we're called simply always to be making ourselves ready for when He appears in glory as judge. To judge the living and the dead. Listen carefully to the word of God and pray. Heed the words of our Lord in Luke 21. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all the things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So congregation we know that our what our God planned long ago already we know the thousand-year reign of Christ that's not something for the future as premillennialists have interpreted it's it's our our ascended Lord is King now and everything that's happening today too is as he determined for God's glory and for the salvation of his people and for his return to prepare for his return and we know then that it's also his plan to release Satan before he sentences him to eternal darkness. So we know what we need to do. Stay close to Jesus Christ. Because he is the victorious one, he reigns. And what a comfort to know that. Especially also today during this time of crisis and uncertainty. A lot of people are anxious about the restrictions laid on us by the civil authorities. That they worry that it might lead to an erosion of our rights to worship and be Christians in our country and sure we need to speak up and do things like support the Association for reformed political action ARPA but we don't have to be afraid of what's happening just be humble believing Christians and trust that Jesus Christ has it all in hand he bought us with his precious blood and he ascended into heaven to reign over all things until all his enemies are under his feet and until his whole bride, his bride from all corners of the earth, his bride is with him in his glory. He'll bring that to pass as ascended Lord. Amen.